from WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM, your Valley Free Radio Station. Welcome. I'm Warren Odestulet, and this is A Baha'i Perspective. Welcome to A Baha'i Perspective. I recorded an interview with Corrine Padilla McLaughlin on March 26, 2018. Corrine recently produced a CD called Remember My Days. This is her first foray into musical production. She describes her process and explains why she picked the songs for this project. She also explains why she endeavored to make the CD in the first place. During the interview, we play some of the songs from the CD. I started the interview by asking Corrine where she grew up and what was religious life like growing up. I grew up in the Philippines in a lovely island called Palawan. We were the only Baha'i family in the city where I grew up. Both my parents were the only Baha'is in their respective families. And they had decided actually to home front pioneering. For those who don't know what home front pioneering is, it just means that you are going to live your life as a Baha'i in the place where you grew up. Like in this case, they decided they would go to my mother's province, tell people about the Baha'i faith around Palawan. That would have made up a lot of my earlier years tagging along with my parents as they tried to share the message of Baha'u'llah to many people who haven't heard of it before. Uh, in many parts of Palawan in the Philippines. And then we settled to uh, a city called Puerto Princesa. In this city, we were the only Baha'i children at that time in the elementary school. It's predominantly a Christian country. Uh, There's religion classes, but my mother was very, they both were very strong in trying to to keep our identity as Baha'is. My mother would have tried to observe the Baha'i Holy Days. We had special permission to be exempted from the catechism classes. I would remember, because all our immediate family were Baptist on my mother's side, from my dad's side, we didn't really live close to them. So even though they were from a Catholic background, it didn't affect us so much. My grandmother was so strong in her faith, that she would sometimes bring me to the church, to the services. And my mother allowed this because she respected her family. And I suppose she also felt that it would be good for her children to also see what people from other religions do. So I grew up with a, a huge respect for how people practice their faith. Corrine, how did your parents become Baha'is? How did they find the Baha'i faith? What was their journey? I love the way that they found the Baha'i faith, although I don't know if we have enough time to tell both stories, but I remember that my mother had gone through an intensely questioning phase in her mid-teens, I think, when she almost didn't believe in God or was questioning the very existence of God, even though she had been brought up in a very religious family. There were a lot of questions that she couldn't find answers to, 
when she went to medical school then in the capital city of the Philippines in Manila, she remembered the Baha'i faith. She looked it up in the yellow pages and decided that she would give them a call. So she rang the Baha'i Center and they invited her over and she came over to look maybe for some books in the Baha'i library. Eventually, after some reading, a couple of Baha'is came over to visit her and they brought with them a small volume of Baha'u'llah's writings, which is called The Hidden Words. And I believe when my mother tells this, it's so much more interesting when she tells the story, of course. But when she opened the book, The Hidden Words of Baha'u'llah, she just was touched to the very core of her being. And she said, if this isn't the truth, then I don't know what is. Also, when she expresses this thought, she just said, if these aren't the words from God himself, then I don't know what is. At that stage, she accepted the Baha'i faith. And how about your dad? I think I know a good bit less. He died when I was 11. But I have never heard him tell the story himself in his own words to me. You know, in the 1970s, there was a huge wave of people who wanted to join the Baha'i faith. All over the world, I believe, this happened. He had heard about the Baha'i faith from some friends, some Persian students who had gone to the Philippines to study. Sometimes my mother jokes or makes a loving remark that maybe he was attracted at first by the beautiful Persian tea and the Persian cooking. I don't know so much about my father's story, Warren. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm speaking with Corrine Padilia McLaughlin, who has made a CD called Remember My Days, and we'll talk about that shortly. Corrine, was music always a part of your growing up? Yes, most definitely. So I recall we didn't have a television, but we had a cassette player always have some form of music in the house. My mother played the piano. In the beginning, we didn't have enough money to own a piano, but I know that she had always wanted to have one. Eventually, we did get one. So we always played music in the house. My mother would sometimes play very loud classical music. She would wake us up from sleep in the morning with booming Debussy or Tchaikovsky or all these unfamiliar composers that I didn't know their names, but I knew the music. She just had a great love of music, and she transferred that to all her children. Dad also had a very eclectic selection of albums, like Queen, Springsteen, all of the different bands. We just grew up with a huge mix of music being played in the house. I even thought that Barbara Streisand was related to us. We were so familiar with her songs. So I'm speaking with Corrine Padilla McLaughlin. She's recently made the CD, Remember My Days, which we'll get to shortly. So what inspired you to make this CD? I always wanted to record an album of Baha'i inspired music. For whatever reason, it hasn't happened sooner. But what inspired me most 
to finally go for it was the year of the bicentenary of the birth of Baha'u'llah. Some albums had already come out in celebration of the birth of Baha'u'llah. I almost didn't think that I had enough time to produce an album, but I just went for it. It took me about nine or ten months uh, from the beginning till the CDs were printed. As it is, it has ten songs. I started the process of preparing for this album by gathering the material. I already had met with Mrs. Joni Lincoln. I was most fortunate that she said to me that she would be willing for me to record some of her compositions. So that was a huge confirmation and a comfort, knowing that I have that material to work with. So she had sent me many of her songs that she had already recorded, and I was looking through the material, trying to develop a concept based on what I have. So I had selected a few songs from Joni's compositions, and then I also wanted to do a few songs that would directly be from the words of Baha'u'llah, since I felt that his words are very powerful and deserve to be brought to the public. Fortunately, I also was able to ask permission from a duo called Roshan. So Roshan wrote the music for one of the hidden words. It's number four from the Persian section of the hidden words, and it says, Whither can a lover go but to the land of his beloved? And what seeker findeth rest away from his heart's desire? So uh, I had that song as one of the selections. And then I had a few other songs, ideas lined up. But you know, Warren, the interesting thing is that I found as I went along that some of the songs which didn't fit, just I wasn't able to, for some reason, continue with those. Like I had to discard some ideas. And I found myself with eight or nine songs that somehow fitted well in an album. So I'm speaking with Corrine Padilla McLaughlin. We're talking about her CD, Remember My Days. Corrine, why don't we start sampling some of the songs from your CD? And you've sorted the um, samples into three categories. And the first category is from the words of Baha'u'llah. And the first selection I'd like to play is called The True Lover, which you had referred to just a minute ago as it being one of the excerpts from the book by Baha'u'llah called The Hidden Words. Could you say a little bit more about that before we play this song? The True Lover, the tune for this song is composed by Payam Bent and Naim Kortazi from England. They recorded this as part of their album, The group is called Roshan, so the album is also called simply Roshan. I came across Roshan's album when I was serving in the Baha'i World Center. My flatmate at the time was from Belfast, and her brother-in-law, Kayam, had produced this album. And when I listened to the music, it is just really exceptional. It's just plainly the words of Baha'u'llah set to music. And this particular song, The True Lover, attracted me, and I had 
somehow in the back of my mind said to myself, I would love to record this song someday. So when I met Payam at the Baha'i Summer School in Ireland, I asked him, would it be okay if I record this? And he very kindly said yes. Now, come to think of it, I didn't ask him at the summer school, but I asked him through email afterwards when I had finally decided to go ahead with the project. The song is arranged in a very simple way. I had to do basically a, a different instrumentation from the way they do it, but I have mainly stuck to the way that the song is. Every time I try to record someone's composition, I really try to preserve the integrity of the song. But of course, you can't really reproduce it exactly like the composer has done it. Inevitably, you put in a bit of your own creativity, I suppose, changes the song a bit. But I have tried to preserve the character of the compositions themselves in the same way as I have I've done with Joni Lincoln's songs although in the end they did come out rather different from how she herself recorded them. So this is called The True Lover. Whither can a lover go But to the land of his beloved And what seeker findeth rest away From his heart desire to the true To hasten to the abode of his
So I'm speaking with Corrine Padilla McLaughlin, and we're sampling songs from her CD, Remember My Days. So the next song is called If Thou Lovest My Beauty, again, another song using the words of Baha'u'llah. Why don't you tell us about that one? Warren, you know when I was in the World Center, and by the World Center I mean the Baha'i World Center in Haifa, I served there for three years, from 2003 to 2006. I started to teach myself a bit how to play the guitar. It didn't come naturally to me, because I consider myself more of a singer than an instrumentalist, really. But I sorely wanted to learn the guitar, because it's so easy to sing for others when you can accompany yourself. So anyhow, I learned a few chords, maybe two or three chords. And then I sat down one day and I had the hidden words beside me and I played two chords and somehow this melody came out for the hidden word. It's number 39 from the Arabic section of the hidden words. It just says plainly, O son of man, Neglect not my commandments if thou lovest my beauty, and forget not my counsels if thou wouldst attain my good pleasure. And I love this hidden word because it just implies that we obey, not because of anything else, but for love and for the love of God's beauty. Anyhow, when I was recording the album, I had this little idea at the back of my mind. I wonder if this melody, in its simplicity, would it be good enough to include in the album? Because it was composed using only two chords. I asked the guitar player, would he be able to help me to somehow fill in the blanks, (laughs) for lack of a better term, to try and fill in the spaces in the way that would make the song musically more interesting. So this is what resulted from our efforts. I wanted to also say that since the original, before it was translated, it was in Arabic. If you listen to the song, you would hopefully hear a bit of an Arabic flavor, which we tried to infuse using percussion. So this is if thou lovest my beauty. Neglect not my commandments if thou lovest my beauty. 
And forget not my counsels if thou wouldst attain my good pleasure. Forget not my counsels if thou wouldst attain my good pleasure. So I'm speaking with Corrine Padilla McLaughlin, and we're sampling songs from her CD, Remember My Days. And so we have one more from what you call the category of songs using the words of Baha'u'llah. And I guess this one you might even consider your title track because it's called Remember My Days. So why don't you tell us about that one? You know, when I was developing the ideas for the album, one of the questions that I had to answer was what would be the title of the album since it was the 200th anniversary of the birth of Baha'u'llah this phrase came to my mind remember my days it's from the tablet of Ahmad I directly lifted a section from the tablet of Ahmad which is a, a longer tablet Baha'u'llah says it's imbued with a certain power so for many, many years, whenever I have felt 
any sort of test or any sort of agitation or questioning in my life, I have turned to the Tablet of Ahmad for comfort. I thank my mother actually for encouraging me to memorize the tablet when I was still very young. I was in my teens when I memorized the Tablet of Ahmad. But anyway, I just thought, you know, the Tablet of Ahmad is not only for a certain section of the world of human beings who are Baha'is. I thought the Tablet of Ahmad, the words are for the whole of humanity, whether they have already heard of Baha'u'llah or not. Corinne, before you continue, sure. the, the tablet is actually addressed to a believer whose name was Ahmad, right? Yes. And this Ahmad, he was a dedicated believer of Baha'u'llah. He had wanted to visit Baha'u'llah in the Holy Land, where Baha'u'llah was imprisoned. But Baha'u'llah had tasks for him to do, which prevented him from attaining the presence of Baha'u'llah. They're worth really looking into this wonderful story of Ahmad because Baha'u'llah sent him this tablet. In this tablet, he says, Be thou as a flame of fire to my enemies and a river of life eternal to my loved ones and be not of those who doubt. And then he says also, Rely upon God, thy God and the Lord of thy fathers. I believe that Ahmad, in his obedience and love for Baha'u'llah, even though he wanted to go and visit Baha'u'llah, he didn't. He stayed away and he did the tasks that Baha'u'llah set for him. So this tablet gave him so much strength. And I think until now, it, it can give each of us strength. When I was selecting material for including in the album, I just felt this was a good verse. I had selected this part of the Tablet of Ahmad, but I couldn't for the life of me think of a melody. It took me many, many weeks of thinking and thinking and nothing came to my mind. But last August, as we were camping at the Baha'i Summer School in Ireland, we woke up in the morning and my children were still kind of lying in bed as we were in a rush to go to the children's program. And I was saying to my daughter, Noura, please get up and get dressed. We are in a rush. And she was still lolling about in bed. And she was making this somewhat irritating sound. I said, Noura, Noura, stop. Then I stopped to listen to what she was actually doing. She was copying the song of a pigeon. The pigeon said, Cru, 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 cru. And Nura said, Cru, 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 cru. I stopped being annoyed. And I just realized, oh, I said to my daughter and my son, Oshin, I said, can you please remember that? Because we have to leave now, but please remember that little melody. And I can remind me later what that sounds like. That formed the basis of the melody. Then later on, I found out from a friend that the Tablet of Ahmad has a measure in the Arabic. It can be very, very beautiful when the, the verses are recited because there is rhyme, there is measure. There is some kind of a meter when you recite the writings of Baha'u'llah in Arabic. But then I learned from somebody that the translation into English 
of such a high quality that the English also has a meter. That made sense because when I was trying to create the verses for this song, they just fit so naturally into musical meter. So this is called Remember My Days. So I'm speaking with Corrine Padilla McLaughlin, and we're sampling songs from her new CD, or recent CD, Remember My Days. And so the next category of songs that we're going to play are ones that Joni Lincoln had recorded. And just for information to listeners, I actually had recorded an interview with Joni 
which you can find on my website, abahaiperspective.com. And I play a couple of the recordings of those songs as part of that interview. So this will be quite interesting to hear your interpretation of these songs, Corrine. So the first one is called Angels of Fire and Snow. So why don't you tell us why you chose that one? I would like to describe for you the ideas of how I wanted to present the music in the album, in which case I just thought, you know, part of me was wanting to produce this album for all people. I wanted this for all types of listeners. So the first three songs that you've played so far, they are from the words of Baha'u'llah. So that is for all of humanity. At the same time, alongside this desire, I also wanted to reach out to Baha'is and try and encapsulate what our relationship as Baha'is is to the Baha'i faith, to Baha'u'llah, to the holy places. So part of that is our life as Baha'is. And Baha'u'llah said that we are like angels made of fire and snow. As Joni was saying, this captured her, this imagery in your interview with Joni Lincoln. I just love the way she describes why she was inspired to write this song. As I was singing this song, I was also trying to capture the life of human beings where we are also, it's not just joy and happiness, it's also sadness and tears and tests, difficulties. So that's what this song makes me think of. Because Baha'u'llah says, you know, from the original quote that this song grew out of, Baha'u'llah says, Thou hast thyself, O my God, protected them by thy sovereign might from both extremities. But for the burning of their souls and the sighing of their hearts, they would be drowned in the midst of their tears. And but for the flood of their tears, they would be burnt up by the fire of their hearts and the heat of their souls. So this is rather a mystical passage that I can only begin to try and understand. But to my mind, when the song says, Angels, O angels, you are the people of Baha, it also speaks to the believers of Baha'u'llah and how we try and live our lives with this belief. Not disbelief, okay? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got that. This, this belief. I, I, we, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Behold 
I'm speaking with Corrine Padelia McLaughlin. We're sampling songs from her CD, Remember My Days, and we're sampling some songs that she had recorded that were also recorded by Joni Lincoln. And the second one is called Master Criminal. So why don't you tell us about that one? I guess it's Master Criminal Duarte Vieira. Yes. So Duarte Vieira, he was a Baha'i, born in Portuguese Guinea, and he died in 1966 while he was in prison. You know, he was imprisoned by the authorities for teaching the Baha'i faith to other people. When he died, they found a biscuit tin. On the underside of the biscuit tin, he had inscribed, perhaps with a prison fork, his wish that his family would cling to the idea that mankind is one. That is one of the basic teachings of the Baha'i faith. Even though he was imprisoned, his belief was so deep. I found this song very interesting because the melody and the tempo, it captured my imagination a bit. You know, this master criminal is actually a poem written by Roger White. I bought Roger White's poetry book recently. And in this book, the book is called Another Song, Another Season. He also writes a very wonderful poem called Suppliant Bahji. Suppliant Bahji is another poem that Joni Lincoln wrote a melody to. Anyway, going back to Master Criminal, when we recorded this, it was very useful to have the help of a violin player, a very excellent violin player called Alan Smale. He improvised a part for me, it denotes something like the sadness or poignancy of the injustice that Baha'is who are imprisoned for their beliefs suffer. This I relate to what is happening recently in Iran and what has been happening in the past several decades. If anybody would like to check or to look further into this, they might even see the story about the seven members of the Yaran who have only recently been released from prison 
So for me, this song about Duarte Vieira is very, very relevant because of the persecution that is still ongoing, where people cannot practice their religion. So this is called Master Criminal. Tell Duarte Vieira, kindly tell What crime won you a prison cell? Your testament a biscuit tin What Duarte Vieira was your sin? What was the error of your ways That heaven's concourse sings your praise? What offense did you commit? Tell that we may follow All Africa now 
So I'm speaking with Corrine Padilla McLaughlin, and we're sampling songs from her CD, Remember My Days. And we've been specifically sampling songs that Joni Lincoln had recorded. And the last one of these is called Perfumed Clay. So maybe you could tell us about that one. Perfumed Clay is a composition that is inspired by a poem of a Persian poet called Saadi. And I was very, very, very surprised to learn that Saadi composed this poem around 800 years ago that gave it as a quite a rather special flavor to it in my heart, in my mind, because this song is really, it has stood the test of time, you know, 800 years. The theme of this song is, for me, it really is about transformation. It says, you know, I sat beside a lump of clay. I said to the lump of clay, your perfume is intoxicating. And then the lump of clay answers, I sat beside a rose and the perfume of the rose has changed me. And if not for the rose, I would just be a lump of clay. Somehow I related to when we draw nearer to the teachings of God and when we, you know, in particular the words of Baha'u'llah, I am relating this to when you are drawn towards these powerful words. They have the great capacity to change us. In this song, I had the help of two lovely Baha'i friends, Alan Cox and Alan Keane. Uh, Alan Cox played the clarinet and uh, Alan Keane played the mandolin. The song actually begins rather slowly and then it builds up. I'm trying to convey something comes alive, this feeling of joy that comes from change. So this is called Perfumed Clay. By the hand of a friend in a bath one day there was given But some worthless clay Till I sat by the side of a rose one day My companion's fragrance affected me Otherwise I am the clay I used to be
So I'm speaking with Corrine Padilla McLaughlin, and we're sampling songs from her CD, Remember My Days. Another song we're going to play is called Love Song About Bahá'u'lláh. Why don't you tell us the story behind that one? This song came quite late into the project. I was rather assiduously working on another song, trying to find an arrangement that would suit because this other song that I wanted to record had Baha'u'llah's name in it and that was my objective was really to sing the name of Baha'u'llah. I was working, working, working very hard on this other song and trying to arrange from a choral piece to a solo piece but it didn't work and it didn't work and it still didn't work. And then, I don't know why I had forgotten about my parents' song but I just didn't think about it. But during the Baha'i Summer School last year, we were at a ukulele class, which was being taught by a friend of mine. She was bringing out on the projector some of these international songs that you could play using only two or three chords on the ukulele. And I saw these Filipino words being brought up on the screen. Could you imagine my surprise when I saw this is the composition that my mother and father had written 30 or 35 years ago as young Baha'is, or maybe was it 40 years ago. They were sitting in a taxi in Manila, in the Philippines, and they were on the way to the Baha'i Center from the other side of Manila. These simple words came to them, and they composed the melody and the words during this taxi ride when I saw that song, I realized, my goodness, this is the song that I must record. It fits so well. It's an ode to Baha'u'llah. It's a plea, if I might translate, because many people wouldn't understand Filipino. Can I read the translation, Warren? Yeah, please. Here's how it goes. This life of mine I dedicate to serving you, O Baha'u'llah. O only light of a sorrowing world, I am yours as long as I live. When the song soars into a higher place, this is what the words say. Hear my song, ease my grief, O joy of my life, Baha'u'llah. And then it repeats this. Hear my song, ease my grief, O joy of my life, Baha'u'llah. The name of the song is Ligaya ng Buhay Ko. 
forward to your next CD whenever that is and I want to thank you so much for sharing your music with us. Thank you so much Warren. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Corrine Padilla McLaughlin who produced the CD Remember My Days. You can find her CD on the website BahaiBookstore.com and you can visit her Facebook page Remember My Days. You can find this interview and other interviews at AbahaiPerspective.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching for A Baha'i Perspective. 
For information specifically on the Baha'i faith, you can go to the website baha'i.org or you can call the toll-free number 1-800-22-UNITE. I hope you join me next time on A Baha'i Perspective.